Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. One final segment to go here on this Sunday edition of Overtime. Youngest in Charge Movement, Linnell Willingham. Taking you up to 1 o'clock before we dish the rock to our coverage of Nats spring training. Baseball, Charlie Slows and Dave Jagler out in Florida for Nats and Astros. First pitch of that one set for 1 o'clock. Make sure you keep it locked on the fan all day long. Charlie Slows and Dave Jagler starting at 6 o'clock. Have a special broadcast for you where they'll be joined uh, by Nats ace Cade Cavalli. They'll also take your calls uh, all show long as well. 6 to 7 right here. On 106.7 The Fan. Before we get out of here, we were just talking about the D.C. family, and we know that they're making a tough push right now towards the postseason. They got a big game tonight against Giannis and the Bucks. 7.30 tip-off from Capital One Arena. Our coverage starts at 7 o'clock over on our sister station, the Team 980. Dave Johnson and Glenn Consor get you going with the radio party. We'll keep things on the hardwood before we get out of here. Perfect time to play a little contender or pretender. All right, Lindsey John, let's give our contenders and pretenders. We'll start out in the Eastern Conference. The New York Knicks, pretenders or contenders? The New York Knicks are very interesting when it comes to contender or pretender because they're constantly climbing up the standings right now in the Eastern Conference. And right now they're currently in the fifth seed uh, but they're two and a half games back, or excuse me, a game and a half back of the Cleveland Cavaliers for the four spot in the Eastern Conference. If you would have told me at the start of the season that Jalen Brunson being added to the New York Knicks was going to be some type of phenomenal key piece in the Eastern Conference, I would have looked at you like you had two heads. He has been a key part, but Julius Randle and the way that he's played, uh, making his first All-Star game, averaging a career-high 25 points per contest, the Knicks are interesting. I'm going to say they're a pretender, though, because I'm not a big fan of the depth that they have off the bench. Outside of Emmanuel quickly, buckets are hard to come by in that second unit. I like the Knicks, though. Okay, your favorite team, who Julius Randle actually just hit a buzzer beater against, the Miami Heat, pretenders oh, or contenders. The Miami Heat are the biggest frauds, and not just the Eastern Conference, but the entire NBA, right? Think about it. We're not too far removed from them participating in the finals back in the bubble. And now, it seems like Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, and Tyler Hero just aren't enough. Uh, right now, they're on the outside looking in. Uh, they'd be in a play-in tournament right now if the season ended. 34-31 and 31 record of the seventh seed right now in the Eastern Conference playoff picture. But when I look at Miami, it just doesn't feel like they have enough, right? 
either Jimmy Butler's not as good of a star as we probably anticipated him being, or they're another team where the depth just isn't good enough. Uh, They signed uh, Kevin Love from the Cleveland Cavaliers uh, not too long ago after he was bought out by the team, but they really do have real big issues in their front court outside of Bam Adebayo. He's playing his ass off, by the way. Bam's always going to give you his best effort. It just feels like offense a lot of the times is tough to come by for this group. And uh, Kyle Lowry's missed some time this season as well. He isn't playing worth a damn either, though. So the Heat and pretenders as well. All right, last team in the Eastern Conference, the Cleveland Cavs. The Cleveland Cavaliers. You saved the best for last because, to me, they are 110% bona fide contenders. And here's why. In the postseason, what's it going to take to win? You got to be able to score in the half court, and you got to defend, right? The Cleveland Cavaliers have been one of the best defensive teams in basketball this year, and their backcourt of Darius Garland and Donovan Mitchell, I think, has a chance to be one of the best one-two punches in the entire Eastern Conference playoffs. Yeah, I'm talking just as good as a Jason Tatum and a Jalen Brown. I'm talking just as good as a Joel Embiid uh, and a James Harden. We saw Donovan Mitchell score 71 points earlier this year. The kid can hoop. Doing it in the Eastern Conference in the playoffs, I think it'll be a lot easier for him. He won't have to go through that gauntlet that exists out West. The X factor, though, for me, when it comes to the Cleveland Cavaliers, is their front court. The combination of Evan Mobley and Jared Allen, I think, have a real opportunity to make some noise in the postseason. Because, look, we know it. The playoffs, a lot of the times, are about matchups. If they have to get matched up with the Sixers, I have no issue with that because they got the bigs to fight with Joel Embiid. Real quick, I just want to hear your thoughts. The Knicks could have gotten Donovan Mitchell, but they didn't want to give up R.J. Barrett. What do you you think about that? Yeah, that's interesting. I didn't mention R.J. Barrett when talking about the Knicks. And it could be that four-seed, five-seed matchup as well. It could end up being that four-seed, five-seed matchup. I look at the Knicks and say you're probably stupid for not making that move. Donovan Mitchell, to me, uh, clearly the better player between him and Jalen Brunson. I don't think that was much of an argument. Yeah. All right, in the Western Conference, the Phoenix Suns. This is so tough for me because it's hard to call a team that boasts Kevin Durant, Chris Paul, and Devin Booker. It's hard to say that that group's not a contender. But the depth with Phoenix really concerns me. Really concerns me. Now, they haven't lost uh, since this big three was put together, but they got a key matchup today. That's the number one game on the slate this afternoon. Uh, The Suns taking a trip down to Big D to take on Kyrie Irving, Luka Doncic, and the Dallas Mavericks. That's going to be must-watch television. I have a better gauge on Phoenix after today, I feel like, but for right now, I'll go ahead and say they're a contender because anytime you boast Kevin Durant, Chris Paul, and Devin Booker, you got to be viewed as a contender, right? All right. What about the Denver Nuggets, Nikola Jokic? Yeah. Uh, Nikola Jokic right now making a very strong campaign to get his third straight MVP. It'd be the first time in the league's history uh, that we saw a back-to-back-to-back MVP. The Nuggets are a team that I think are kind of fraudulent. They'll be regular season warriors, but when it comes down to the postseason, when it comes to matchups, I don't know if I buy them beating certain teams in a seven-game series. I know the L.A. Lakers right now are dealing with some serious injuries because of LeBron James. Let's just say the Lakers end up as the eight seed out west, and they got to go in a seven-game series against Denver. 
I like Anthony Davis and LeBron against Jokic in seven games. Even if they if the standings stay the way they currently are, right? And the Clippers are the eight seed. Do you like Denver over the Clippers in a seven game series? I don't know if I do. It'd be interesting, man. Russell Westbrook caught a lot of crap for his season where he averaged a triple-double. Well, Nikola Jokic is doing the same thing. But the thing that separates Jokic and Westbrook is Jokic hadn't had any playoff success either. So it'd be interesting to see what the Nuggets do uh, moving forward. All right, what about the Sacramento Kings? Light the beam. I love everything about the Kings. Now, they're another team that I think is going to be very dependent on the matchup. Um, as it currently stands, if the playoffs started today, they would have a seven-game series against the Dallas Mavericks, who they beat up on uh, a couple, about a week ago. So I like Sacramento. I just wonder, their roster is so young, and they don't have a lot of playoff experience. I wonder how that hurts them uh, come postseason time. I'll say they're pretenders, but they're a damn good pretender. Dallas Mavericks was our last team we were going to go with here. Yeah. They're another team who will have a much better idea how good they are uh, after today. They're another team. I just don't like the depth that they have, and it feels like their front court's not good enough. They're going to be heavily dependent on Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving, and who knows? Who knows? Ultimately, though, when it comes to the Mavericks in the Western Conference playoff picture, the Dallas Mavericks are a group of four teams that I think can come out the West. I think Dallas can come out of the West. I think the Golden State Warriors can come out of the West. I think the Phoenix Suns can come out of the West. And I think the LA Clippers can come out of the West. Outside of that, I think everybody else is a bunch of frauds. That's going to do it, though, for this Sunday edition of Overtime. If you're going to stick around, you got bonus coverage of your boy. The 9 o'clock hour from earlier today. Coming up next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 